Blog Talk Radio. Hey, happy fr- or Saturday. I almost said happy Friday. Uh, oh, someone's still sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little tired. Uh, you got a little too tipsy at a birthday party for kids today. So, How old was the kid? He was turning 13, man. So, uh, you know. So you attended a teenager party and got tipsy? That's it, yes. All right, cool. Me and my brother-in-laws. All right. Yeah, we were missing one brother-in-law. All right. Who's sitting over here, Sam, but my white, I should say my white brother. Correct. Yes, Correct. my <laughs> Caucasian brother. Correct. Oh, we are here with the No Huddle Show, man. You know, we missed Friday. Sorry, guys, for, for the listeners out there. Uh, we missed Friday. We had some scheduling mishaps, so uh, yeah. we had to come at you uh, on Saturday. Uh, hopefully with some recaps, you know, instead of some predictions, we have some recaps. Yeah, we got a little recap action. We got some previewing of the NFL weekend. That's prediction wise, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm pretty excited about it, to okay. be honest with you. Uh, you know, I although you know my son, he has a baseball game tomorrow, right smack dab at one o'clock in the middle of uh, all your one o'clock games. Yeah, all the one o'clock games, and I'm coaching, and so like I don't really have much of a choice but to pay attention. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it is what it is, you know. I mean, how many errors can you give up for checking your fantasy football score? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's very important. I'm in two leagues, man. I'm in, I'm in a work league, and then I'm in a so league with all my later. friends. Yeah, yeah that's for a, sure. That's a 10 team and a 12 team, yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, let's kick it off, man. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's, uh, let's get it going. So, um, uh, by the way, what camp of Dallas, man? I know that was a couple nights ago now. It's old news, but Dak looked great in his it's return. Not, man. He looked absolutely amazing in his return. I think he looked very, uh, he looked very mobile, like he did before. Yeah. I, I don't think that that injury that he went through um, changed his mobility by much. I did notice one thing. Um, I noticed that that. Um, the Cowboys were really uh, interested in making sure Dak was safe. So yeah. game script kind of made sure that Zeke was picking up blocks um, and, 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 you know, the run game really wasn't established, which is why Dak had to go to the air. And, you know, you have Amari Cooper, you have C.D. Lamb, Mike you have Gallup. Michael Gallup, you know, you have top, t- you know, top-tier receivers pretty much, you know. Michael Gallup is a, a good number two on any other team. You know? Yeah, he, yeah, he is. Although I, I do have a problem with Dak throwing the ball 58 times. Oh, I do. I absolutely. I, do. I got a big problem with that. You have, you paid. Uh, here's here's a couple reasons. I don't like taking running backs in the first round. I mean, in a, a real NFL draft. If you were in a standard league, though. No, I'm not talking fantasy. Think, oh, I'm okay. not talking fantasy. Okay, okay. In the real oh, life. Like, Okay, I see. I don't like taking the running back in the first round, especially within the top ten. Uh, the, you know, if you can get – You would take a receiver over a running back? I would because running backs have a shelf life of about four years. They're about good for their first contract. Yeah, because when you get out of school, you're probably, what, 21, maybe 22? Yeah. Maybe 20, maybe 20, depending okay, on how yeah, good you yeah, are. Yeah. But let's just say you get drafted in the first round and your first contract's what, four or five years? Five. Five years, right? It's up to the team if they want to pick up the fifth year. Exactly. So now you are 25 when you are signing that deal. And you're 29 when they want to pick it up or they don't. And yeah. most times they don't because you're about to be 30. Right. And so then they might give you a two- or three-year deal when you hit 25 because they don't want to be paying you Correct. in your twilight. Zeke was phenomenal his first couple of years in the league. Then we all know he wanted to hold out when he stood, I believe, two years left on the deal. He did. And, and the Cowboys paid him. And since they paid him, he has been shit. He has been utterly shit. Now, okay, I think I, I agree. He hasn't been as good. He hasn't lived up to that contract. But this game, the game script was totally not a Zeke game. This was not a Zeke type of game. They were bringing in a lot more – um, heat to Dak, so Zeke had to do a lot more blocking. I think he ended up with like 12 carries, but I, eleven, I don't know. eleven carries. Whatever, 21 yeah. yards is not 
is not is not something that you can say is acceptable by any means. But yeah. first game back, let's see. I mean, yeah. I still want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he could still become a, he could still have his thousand yards uh, this year. Last year he came down to what nine seventy nine. Yeah, he missed it by twenty one yards. Okay, he missed it by twenty one yards. Did Only he play six all, did, he play, did he play all sixteen games? Fifteen. Okay, he missed one game. Okay, mm-hmm. he missed one game. He probably would have had a thousand had he had that that one game. But yeah. still, you know, they pale into comparison to what he rushed, you know, prior. Prior to that, right? But if you look at running backs in general, and I don't want to get off on a tangent on where you should draft running backs, I just want to point this out: is a lot of the running backs in the last five years, six years, have been taken in the first round. Gurley was such a big mistake. He was great. And then he got paid, and then he was never the same. He got his injuries caught up to him, right? Freeman, same thing. What's that? Freeman, same thing. Yeah, but Devontae Freeman was a six-round pick. No, no, I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. He got, exactly, yeah. Granted, they lost three three of their starting O-lines, you know, that yeah. year. But, yeah, and he got injured, but still, same kind of deal. You go from elite 1,600, 1,700 all-purpose, yeah. you know, rushing, receiving, to nothing. You look at other running backs right now who were taking – Later than the first round, Derrick Henry's second round pick. Mm-hmm. Chris McCaffrey's second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other top backs. Aaron Jones, a sixth round pick mm-hmm. out of, uh, you know, for Green Bay. And then you got uh, someone like um, Alvin Kamara, third round pick. Mm-hmm. If you take a running back in second, third, fourth round. Kareem Hunt, by the way, before all that happened. Yeah, fourth round pick, fourth round pick exactly. Uh, I believe Nick Chubb even was, was like a second or third round. But he pick. went higher than normal because Chubb had a little bit of history in, in, in yeah. college and stuff like that. But, but he was a still – he wasn't a first-round no, pick. No, he wasn't. Gordon uh, – Melvin Gordon was a first-round pick. Melvin Gordon was right, and he's starting to show signs. So, uh, I think because when you're a first-round pick, you've done so much in college that, that, that warrants you going in the first round. So, you already got some tread on the tires. I'll, by the way, I just want to. Melvin Gordon yeah. was abused at Wisconsin. He was, yeah, he was absolutely yeah. abused. Like I'm talking thirty carries type of abuse, you know. A game, they 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 played him like a beast, and some of these guys like like Kamara, yeah, you know, even even um, Derrick Henry, bro. Derrick Henry has tread on those tires, man. Yeah, he does. He does, especially carrying it for uh, for Alabama all those years. I, I want to point this out, though, because Kamara was transferred to Tennessee. He was kind of an unknown coming out of college. He didn't do a lot of college. But he was originally at Alabama. This was the embarrassment of riches. They had Alvin Kamara. He was fourth string. <laughs> Derrick Henry was there along with Kenyon Drake and T.J. Yeldon. Both drafted. Yeah, all drafted. All drafted. I mean, and Kamara was the fourth string running back on that team. It was just insane. But back to the game. Um. The Cowboys. I, can I just mention one yes, thing? Yeah. Uh, going back to the game, I just wanted to point this out. I think absolutely outclassed coaching wise. Oh yeah. Um, you know, he was. and the, the the Cowboys need to if they want to make the leap to the next level, they got to get rid of McCarthy. No, McCarthy is no good. We've seen him in Green Bay wasting waste some prime years of Aaron Rodgers' career. He's not the guy. And I, I think yeah, Dallas Super Bowl season was a was a wild card. They were wild card. Yeah, they were like nine and seven. They were I the know, six I, seed. I, they were the number six. If it yeah. wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, they would not have won. The problem is it takes a special coach to be able to work for Jerry Jones. Jimmy Johnson didn't want to deal with Jerry Jones's bullshit. Jerry Jones wanted credit uh, there. He was he was he was not liking that Jimmy Johnson was getting all the credit. But Jimmy Johnson drafted all those guys. Right. He drafted Emmett Smith. Right. He drafted Russell Maryland. He right. drafted Michael Irvin. Right. So, you know, if even that O line, he built it. He built it exactly. So Jerry Jones doesn't want a coach that can come in there and be a bigger star than old Jerry, and that's the biggest issue. That's been the issue in Dallas since Jimmy Johnson left. That's why they haven't right. won another Super. Well, I, I apologize. Barry Switzer won a, not a Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson's players, but uh, both Barry Switzer and Jimmy Johnson have like. Excellent college track record. Yeah. So, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think both of them would have fit in well anywhere. They were really yeah. good coaches. Well, and Jimmy Johnson, to his credit, went down to Miami, had a couple of playoff appearances, but never could get them over Correct. the hump. So, but you know, Bruce Arians, um, 
we've seen what he can do when he has a quarterback. When Carson Palmer was healthy and slinging it in Arizona, they were a playoff team. I believe they even went to the NFC Championship game where they got stomped by Carolina, uh, who was 15-1 and one, uh, that year. But still, but still, Arizona was a very good team that year. And even before Palmer was around, I think Arians still had – was he still in – was he in Arizona? No, he was in Indianapolis. And if you okay, remember, yeah. he took Chuck over Pagano. for Chuck Pagano because Pagano Correct. had cancer. And Correct. Arians, I think, won 11 games that yeah, year in Indianapolis. So, yeah. uh, Bruce Arians – With Andrew Luck, mind you. Andrew, right. Like I said, if you give Bruce Arians a, a competent, quality quarterback, then he's going to win games with for you. That's just – his system works, his style works. Does Tampa Bay, do you think they are the favorite to come out of the NFC, or do you think they will no, flounder? No, okay. I think they will flounder. And, and, the reason, and the reason, I don't have a pick for the NFC okay. yet. I really like the the, uh, the Packers. Okay. Uh, we got to see how Sunday plays out. but um, They got um, the Saints this week, don't they? Yeah, but they okay. got the Saints in Orlando or Tampa or something like that. Okay. Um, okay. And the reason why is because of the hurricane. Right, yeah. So it's not really home field advantage. But nonetheless, sure. um, what I think about uh, why Tampa Bay has a problem is they have the same problem they had last year. They cannot run on first down for the life of them. Yeah. For the life of them, they cannot run on first down. They, they, these guys, they end up, you know, uh, uh, stacking the box. Rojo had a fumble. Uh, and then he barely got the ball for the game. He, he was, did. He yeah. was cold. He yeah. Was cold. Yeah. But, and Lenny also, mind you, had a tipped pass to turn into a pick. Yeah. Um, or, sorry, missed pass to turn into a pick, rather. And that was, that was again, purely like their running backs just don't have it, man. They don't have a run game. Their aerial game is absolutely Oh, dude, whenever you got Gronkowski, Gronk, Brown, B. Godwin, Mike Evans. Evans wait, Mike Evans, the one thing nobody gives Mike Evans credit for, and I'm not saying that because he was on my fantasy roster no. and he gave me 3.4 points. I, he got the number one corner, and he, and he constantly pulled double team. The reason why A.B., was able to, to free himself up and get open on some of those bombs was because Mike Evans was taking two defenders away from, from from Dallas every time down. But one thing is Mike Evans has not put up the same kind of numbers as Brady as quarterback, and a lot of that is because – He had 13 touchdowns last year. 13 yeah. I thought he only had like 55 catches or so. No, no he had 1,000 yards and 13 touchdowns. Oh, then uh, I feel like I – maybe it was a quiet uh, – last year he had 70 catches for 1,006 yards and 13 touchdowns. Okay, so he had 13, 13 scores, but 70 catches, uh, 1,006 1, yards were his lowest in Look, 2017. He had, he had, but yeah, I mean, so he had they had to spread it out. But he's not they a two, had to spread it out. I guess what I'm, I'm meant to say is Mike Evans throughout his career has never been a high reception guy. No, PPR, yeah. he's not the guy to take. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 not at all. You go after Mike Evans for his touchdown. Yeah. Because he's got double-digit touchdowns. Oh, only twice, three times, three times. Three times his rookie year. He, touched, he and, come and, close with the eight and the and yeah. two years, but the year that I really liked him and I had him was that eighty six and fifteen hundred. Yeah, that was a big year for him. That was twenty eight games. Yeah, that was the Jamish. Yeah, the Jamish. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see what the Cowboys can do. Um, I you know they had the lead, but then they gave Brady the ball with a minute thirty to go, which is just too much time. Brady doesn't. You know, you leave Brady, and, and the fact is. Brady didn't have to come down and get a touchdown. It would have been a different story. So if the Cowboys were up like six or five, even five, right, where to win the game they have to get a touchdown in a minute 30, I would have felt better about my chances but still nervous. But you're, they were down one point. All they needed is a field goal. Correct. And that mean, means Brady only has to go like 40 or 50 yards, depending on where they're starting at in the field. And that just with a minute 30 left, it's just too much time. Yeah, you don't want yeah. – you never want to give – Brady, Rodgers, um, again, in the past, man. And you don't want to yeah. give these guys uh, the ball back with time on the Yeah, out, right? no, definitely not. Definitely so, not. Regardless of what the scenario is, whether you need a field goal, a touchdown, or yeah. even eight to, 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 to you know. To yeah, but you, you would still feel better about your chances. Oh, right. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the fact is, at the end of the day, these guys are still who they are, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Moving on. Preview some of the games, and we'll make our picks against the spread. So, all you uh, degenerate gamblers out there, uh, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, you know, here's a good chance to probably lose some money and maybe lose some fingers. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. First game, let's pick Pittsburgh and Buffalo. 
Buffalo opens as six and a half point favorites at home. Uh, now remember, you're picking against the spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. I'll take Buffalo, man. Okay, so and, yeah. and I think the Buff- I think the Bills will win by a touchdown or more, and um, that's because their defense is still pretty really solid. Yeah, super solid, man. And you got a rookie running back, Najee Harris. You have uh, a revamped offensive line. Revamped offensive line. No Charlie Bill- Villanueva. You you lose a lot of a lot of um, you know uh, you know kind of flexibility where you would have it in the past. Yeah. Even with James Conner, I'll, I'll say this: I would have been more comfortable with James Conner playing this game than I am with Najee. Be, being being a rookie, be, even the rookie. other running backs, Anthony McFarland is only in his Benny second Snell, year. Benny Snell, yeah, third year. They're all Jalen Samuels. He's yeah. a third down back. And and the other thing is that Buffalo is at home for this man. Yeah, they are. Buffalo's been picking up steam for the last like four or five years. Their fan base is crazy. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, Bill's Mafia is for real, man. It is. I mean, no no other fan base, you know, jumps through tables Correct. to celebrate shit. Correct. So, Correct. so I'll, I I will take the Bills with uh, against the spread at six and a half. I am taking Pittsburgh plus six and a half. Now, if you're asking me who I think is going to win, I think it's going to be Buffalo. But you think they're going to keep a close chance six and a half? I do. I do. I I like Pittsburgh. Uh, I like their offense. Um. I think uh, they got a bad taste in their mouth uh, from last year, the way they started 11-0, and and then kind of peter down the stretch, going 1-4 and down the stretch. So I, I think um, I think Pittsburgh, although it's going to be a tough game, I, I like Buffalo in this somewhere around the range of like 27-24. to 24. Yeah, I think, I think Ben's washed up. Okay. And I don't think that's going to happen. But that's, you know, that's why I picked the, the, the Bills, you know. Uh, let's go to our next game, which is Arizona at Tennessee. Tennessee being a three-point home favorite. Oh man! Um, I think Tennessee Titans are going to win. Um, are you taking Arizona plus three? It's a very thin margin. There. I hate betting on a three-point spread. <laughs> I hate betting. Three is like the worst number that I've ever bet. I hate it. I, three is like I want to buy a point somewhere. Yeah, you know, I, I know. Wanna, I want to go to four and a half or five <laughs> or something like that. Uh, no, I'm sticking with Titans. Yeah. And and beating them with at least uh, uh, yeah, a few or more. Okay, so minus three Titans. Let's see. Now in our college picks. Which I'll go over. Well, I just briefly covered, but you went two and three, and I went three and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Wow. Wow. Wow, dude. Wow. Like, I told you, college is not my. That's not my thing. Man. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. I don't really give a shit. Well, you should because it's the best. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Arizona. Uh, actually, I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I'm gonna. I like the Titans minus three until. Cliff Kingsbury can show me that he is a competent coach. I am going to continue to bet against him. All right, next game. This is a uh, pretty good one. The Chargers at the football team. The football team is a one-point home favorite. Chargers. Yeah. Chargers. Chargers to keep it, obviously. Yeah. Chargers plus one for you. Ah, this is a tough one. You know, the defense is awesome. But I'm not sold on the offense either. I'm not sold on Fitzpatrick and Antonio Gibson. I agree with you. I am also taking the Chargers. Now. You have have a possibility of, of, uh, you know, um, if Fitz is doing bad, like, but the game is close. Yeah. They may just throw in Heinke or whatever that is, you know? Yeah, they might. They might. Uh, here's a uh, a fun one here. This is a, a good one to pick. Your beloved New York Jets on the road against Carolina Panthers. Carolina opens as four-point four favorite. I will – everyone's all everyone's hyping up that Carolina defense this, this summer. They're saying it's, gonna, it's way better than last year's. They have McCaffrey coming back. I'm I'm going to stick with the Jets, man. Jets plus four. Yep. Yep. 
And why? And the only reason why I think that is because I think Sam Darnold is going to be seeing ghosts again. Because <laughs> Mr. Mr. Rob Sala is going to come through and then uh, throw him some exotic blitz packages, shit that Sam Darnold couldn't handle. Okay. My pick is the Panthers. Even though I, I am thinking the Jets uh, are going to be improved this year, we will see because in the end, the Jets are still the fucking Jets. And J-E-T-S will be the same old Jets. Four wins this year. No problem. I want to see the Bengals crawl past fucking four. Yeah. Bengals, the Bengals have the 31st worst offensive line in the entire NFL. By the way, folks, if you want to call in and, just, and if you just want to degrade the Jets, you can get Sam right in his temper. At, just at a, right. Out of 32 teams, they're ranked 31st, man. I'm, I'm, right? you know, okay, so when Joe yes. Burrows takes like the fifth sack of the game and his other ACL gets tweaked, uh, I don't know, man. We're, we'll talk about which – Organization is better at that point. Okay. Right. Cool. Cool story, right. bro. Cool Good story. All right. Uh, last game, Baltimore at Las Vegas. Baltimore is a four-point road favorite. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, that Raiders defense blows. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take the favorite. I'll take Baltimore. Now. Okay. I'll take Baltimore because they're – I know they lost Marcus Peters, but they still have a decent secondary – and the Raiders don't have anyone really, you know, to showcase as a receiver. They yeah. had Nelson Aguilar last year, and he's gone. They had Henry Ruggs. Yeah, but Ruggs is still yet to show, um, you know, yeah. what he's really made of. So I, I think, yeah, I think the, the Raiders got that. So before we go, continue on our NFL talk and kind of previewing another game. I just want to revisit this here. Our, uh, if I can, uh, no. Clearly not going. Oh, there it goes. Okay. So last uh, last Saturday you had picked Wisconsin, Bama, Indiana, LSU, and Georgia. LSU got embarrassed by UCLA. Georgia won. Indiana got blown out by Iowa. Bama won, and Wisconsin lost. Uh, so you went. You got Bama and Georgia right. You went two and three. I also picked Wisconsin. I was wrong. I picked Bama, Iowa, UCLA. And those are my three big ones, and I picked Georgia. So actually, I went four and one last week. To year two and three, so that was a damn good week last week. Again, I give zero fucks about college football. <laughs> wow. All right, man. Hey, we got a caller coming in. Let's see who we got. Hey, good evening. You're on the phone with Mike and Sam. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good, man. Who do you got? What's your name, man? Um, my name is uh, Brandon. Uh, I want to talk about tomorrow uh, with the Panthers and, and Jets. Uh, I'm actually a Jets fan. Um, yes, let's go, I man. The... Let's go. <laughs> How do you like Zach Wilson? I love him, bro. I, I love him, too. I mean, what we've seen in the preseason, you know, he, you forget that he's a rookie. You, you know, he reminds you of, of a veteran uh, playing. You know, you, you forget. Um, you know, he doesn't throw interceptions, knock on wood. He doesn't fumble the ball. Um, he's very accurate. I, I, I can see them winning this game tomorrow. So you think you would still pick the Jets with the four-point spread, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I would too, man. I, I, I feel it. I feel it in the air, man. I like that pick. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, you know. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Let's go. I'll, I'll give you guys that. I like the head coach. I like the pick. Who's the Who's your guys' offensive coordinator though? Michael Floor. All right. Okay. And he was where before? I mean, he was falling in the Oh, okay. He was at the Forty Nineers. Okay. All right. His brother is. Who? I mean, the he was Packers. with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. he was with us okay. yeah. okay. for you know, kind of tagging along. Yeah. So he broke off and did his own thing. All right, we'll see. I mean, you know, I you know the Jets. Uh, I, I've lost a lot of money over the years betting on the Jets when I thought they were going to be really good. So they've kind of soured me. I mean, you probably bit. haven't bet since like 2011, wow. man, because wow. uh, you should not have been betting on those Rex Ryan Jets with Geno Smith. You know, to be completely frank. Oh, with you. For, 
let's let's be fair. It was Sanchez first, okay? It was the Sanchez with Rex Ryan. Look, we were good when we had Thomas Jones and we had 1,000-yard receivers and we had a good deep, great defense. Not good. We had a great defense. We were good then. You, you could have bet on the Jets then, but if you were betting on Sanchez after Revis left, after we lost our running back, when LT was on like half a leg, no, those are, that's not the right time to bet on the Jets, bro. I'm sorry. Let's go, Brandon. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, you know, they have had so many quarterbacks in the past when Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, um, Sam Darnold, you know, they, they all sucked. You know, they, especially Sam Darnold, you know, thrown interceptions. That's why and, it's going to be a revenge game. Sam Darnold's going to be seeing ghosts from, from the Jets D this, this time around. Yeah, well, he, he has looked so. Sam Darnold has looked awful. He he looked completely just like hey, I was loud wrong about Darnold because I thought Darnold was going to be too. the best quarterback in the class. Too. Me too, me too. Yeah. I thought the same thing too. I liked him at USC. I loved the way that he was playing. That you know, I don't know what happened. I have no clue what happened. Yeah, Adam, I think Adam Gates. Gates Adam Gates. Adam Gates. the problem is. But all right, we appreciate your call, Brandon. Thanks for listening. All right, thank you. Moving on. All right, so that's that's our five games that we that we've picked out. But there's a couple more interesting games, Sam. We got uh, we got uh, the Packers and the Saints, and we got the Browns and the Chiefs. Um, those are probably the two, two highlight games, right? I would say two of the highlight games this in Week One. That's yeah. that's going to have a lot of eyes. Yeah. Um, I would love to probably go – I, I would do, like, the over-under on both those games because yeah. I'm going over. <laughs> well, you know what? This works out because these on two both. games are at 425, and, and Arjun's baseball game, he's going to be done by, you know – You could probably, probably like, catch the marquee games then. Yeah, I'll catch the marquee games in the afternoon. So, yeah. Yes. Pretty excited about that. Awesome. So, awesome. We got the Broncos and the Giants, which I I like the I like that matchup because yeah. I think that uh, see the, the the Broncos are only three point favorites, right? They're, on they're the road points. though, the road. Favorite. Yeah, I mean yeah. The, the Giants have the the thirty second worst offensive line. I mean they're fucking and Daniel Jones is fucking god awful. He, Danny Dimes, fuck you, more like Danny Pennies. Danny Dimes, it's a make or break year for him. So uh, cut his ass. Anyways, that's a problem. I want. I'd like to see that game too. Uh, yeah, the Broncos. Well, that's yeah. also a four twenty five game. Correct. So you know what, Sam? What we're gonna do is we're gonna pop it on down here in the basement. Cool. And uh, NFL Sunday ticket, and we got we got all the games. Awesome. So there we go. Yeah, that's that's how we're gonna do things tomorrow. Awesome. Okay. All right, let's talk a little fantasy sports because it is for most people. Yeah, some of y'all had a game already on Thursday. So if you had Dak Prescott or Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, but for Ninety percent of people in the league Sunday's opening weekend. Uh, so I want to kind of talk to you about my first team that I drafted. Okay. Oh, so you guys did not have Thursday players? I did. Okay, I did. I had Antonio Brown. Okay. Good. Okay. So, but my team, the Chubby Tracers. Okay. Uh, I feel like I drafted a pretty solid squad. I had the seventh pick overall. Okay. So this is twelve or ten. This is the ten team league. Was, PPR. PPR. Full point. Full point. All right. All right. So number seven pick, I took Austin Eckler in the first round, and that's been making me a little nervous with the hamstring issues he's had. But apparently he got a full practice in Friday and he's good to go. So we'll see. Eckler in the first round, I took Jonathan Taylor in the second round. I snagged AJ Brown in the third. I grabbed Lamar Jackson in the fourth round. Deontay Johnson was the fifth round pick followed by Miles Gaskin in the sixth round, Antonio Brown in the seventh, Trey Sermon, eighth round, Noah Fant in the ninth, LaVisca Chenault in the tenth. Uh, then I took Jamal Williams in the eleventh. I've since dropped him for Tyson Williams uh, in the in the league. And then I snagged Justin Fields uh, uh, in the twelfth round and then took Jason Sanders as my last pick, and then I'm just streaming defenses. So, Took Carolina this this week against the Jets. So, uh, I is that Yahoo? This is Yahoo. What did you get for your grade? I got a C from Yahoo. Really? C. Yeah. I think that's a better team than a C, man. 
Well, you know, what the, Yahoo, I noticed, Yahoo takes into account what you did last season and then projects it to this season. They, they don't take into account a lot of factors. Like, did you have, uh, like, a flash-in-the-pan year, and are you is your production going to be lost then? Or was there other moves around you that made your team better, which means you're going to have a better year? Or did someone have low touchdowns last year, but normally – are they due for a bounce back or like rookie? Like they don't project rookies very well. Um, can I, I'm Yahoo gonna... has me winning four games wow. this year. Wow, that's crazy. So I gotta, I'm gonna run through my PPR. Okay. Since I'm doing PPR as well. Okay. I drafted a 12 team PPR, and um, I'm team center fresh. Okay. Because uh, we say we say fresh in the center, you know. I don't know what that means. I don't okay. even know what that means either. <laughs> but um, so my team Good is uh, this is a. Full point, full point PPR. I got um, Lamar Jackson at QB. I got DK Metcalf and Julio Jones. Right, so let's do that. Uh, roll through your team. Let's do. We'll do. Uh, uh, name me. Name me. Oh, your, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Name me your quarterback. Oh, uh, Lamar Jackson. DK Metcalf. Julio Jones. Ezekiel Elliott. Chris Carson. Noel Sand. I should have played Gronk, which is what yeah, I should have Jesus, fucking done. Man, he had a monster game. Uh, James Conner. Uh, I just picked him up. For oh, yeah. Elijah Moore, which is my... Yeah. Juju Smith. Devin Singletary. Defensive players and a deep and a defense that you have to play. Okay. So my two defensive players were Devin White and Derwin James. All right. Okay. So um, uh, let me tell you, man. Um, I'm pretty excited. Although, look at the, this is the matchup I'm going up against. Okay. So you tell. Do you think is better? All right. All right. I'm going up against Dave Mahomes. His quarterback is Justin Herbert. He has Stephon Diggs and, and Terry McLaurin as his receivers. His running backs are Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. His tight end is Tyler Higby. He has Julio Jones in his flex. And he has Sukup as his kicker and then Pittsburgh defense. I, I think that his team's slightly better. And the reason why is because his two running backs are cooking, man. And if Eckler gives you a subpar game, you're asking Jonathan Taylor to give you a whole lot more. And I think his second receiver with McLaurin is better than Deontay Johnson as well. Okay. So I, I think it's e- pretty even across the board. But, like, if some of his players overperform and some of you players underperform, then it could be tough. Well, he got a good grade by Yahoo. He what did he get? You got a B. I, I mean, I think Yahoo gives out a lot of Bs because I got a B as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the best team, well, one of the better teams, the team that got the best draft grade was Tommy's team, Turn Their Head in Golf. Um, he had the 10th pick. Okay. And he selected Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill back-to-back. I've seen a lot of people didn't do that. Yeah. He went Kittle third? He went Kittle third round. But his running backs are shit. Total shit. And he's got a good quarterback, Dak Prescott. He got him 51 points uh, on Thursday night. He's got Claypool, which is good. Yeah. He's got Michael Thomas, who, when he comes back, he may... If he does anything. If he yeah. comes back, right? Well, what he said, what Tommy's uh, thing is, like, look, I got Michael Thomas, I got Debo Samuel, I got Chase Claypool on my bench, and I got, I'm running with Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. He's like, if I need a running back, I got the capital at wide receiver to flip one of those receivers for a running back, potentially. But I think he's going to need it because Mike Davis, Josh Jacobs, and Daryl Henderson don't inspire a lot at the running back position. Even if you were to, even if you were to like, do a switcheroo and, and move things around, and let's say in his flex he plays a receiver because he's receiving yeah. rich, right? Yeah. Um, you're, again, you're asking for Hill and Adams to give you like 25 Point. points yeah. week in, week out. Yeah. And you're not going to get 50 from Drax. Dra- sorry. You're not going to get 50 from Dak every week. So, Although last year I had him, and he was averaging 65 points the first five. I don't know how your I don't know how your your points are scored yeah. broken down in this, but I mean I would 
I don't know. It's a lot to ask for. It is. In your, yeah. In your, if you have weak running backs like that. I, I think his running backs are very weak. And all it takes is Tyree Hill or Devontae Adams to do something. But this is PPR, though. I mean, yeah. Hill's a beast at PPR. Yeah. 15 yeah. receptions, 183 yards. Yeah, yeah, it's a good team. Yeah. Uh, and then my other team, Christian Mingle. That was my work league. This was the 12-team PPR also. Half-point PPR in this one. Um, I had the number one pick in this. You had to go McCaffrey, right? I went McCaffrey, Okay. Then I took David Montgomery uh, in the second round, and I grabbed Keenan Allen on the turn with the third with my third pick. Then I took uh, Julio Jones in the fourth round. I grabbed Dak Prescott in the fifth. I grabbed uh, a lot of Antonio Brown stuff, huh? Yeah, a lot of Antonio Brown. I think uh, I took Antonio Brown in this league in the sixth round, and Odell Beckham in the seventh round. And then I snagged Chase Edmonds in the eighth. Uh, I actually drafted Tyson Williams in here. I took him in the 12th round. I took Giovanni Bernard in, like, the 14th round. Uh, I took Chase, uh, you know, uh, Justin Fields also late. So, uh, you know, Bernard, I know he only put up two – he only had two catches for 12 yards. It was the first game. But the other running backs, uh, Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, they, don't, they leave a lot to be desired. So, I feel like Bernard could be like Gronkowski last year. Remember how slow Gronkowski started last year? He, and everybody's like, oh, he's washed. And then he came on strong the last, like, seven, eight games of the it's year. Going into the playoffs, too. Yeah, going into the playoffs. I feel like Bernard could become, although he's not needed like James White was in New England because Tom Brady is an yeah. embarrassment of riches everywhere. I would drop Bernard for, like, a like a, another someone else that you could take his foot well, on. I look. Nobody available. There's not yeah, anybody. Well, that's why yeah. Anybody. If you look at the running backs, like, if I'm looking – it's, oh, I could take Ty Johnson, or I could take Tariq Cohen, or possibly. I would, I, I would take, take Philip Lindsay, actually. Or what about Devontae Booker? I don't know. Let's see. Because if Saquon Barkley is not the yeah. But you don't want that old line piece of running back run game. Yeah. Game. Trust me, it's terrible. And the, the other guy. Said Lindsay yeah. is because he's. He's not even going to start, man. No, he will. He will. He will. Okay. Mark Ingram's going to get the goal line work. David Johnson's going to get the third down work. And this guy's going to get the chance, all the chances to, to take the starting job. The other guy I was kind of keeping an eye on because he did really well last year, Wayne Gallman. Mike Davis is a journeyman running back. I, I feel like – but so, I, I don't know. We'll see. I might I might drop. But my, my team is off to a good start so far. I got 49.6 points in work league because thanks to Antonio Brown and that friend got balling out on Thursday. So – um, I wanted uh, I wanted to go with uh, some DFS values. Uh, Daily Fantasy, if you guys play Daily Fantasy, uh, there is quite a few running backs that I'm high on that on DraftKings have an extremely low number to draft on or, or to, to take on, which means you could load up elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, um, where did they go? Kevin Coleman, who I like for the Jets, right? Um, especially early now, he might get supplanted at some point by Ty Johnson or who's the Michael Carter, but Michael Carter doesn't look like he's playing much. So, uh, Tevin Coleman against Carolina, who had a terrible rush defense last year, they're supposed to be improved. We'll see. But Tevin Coleman is only costing me $4,900 on DraftKings. Um, the other guy that I really like is Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon, who is not the starter in San Francisco, but is expected to have a fairly large role in San Francisco. Has, it, takes, it takes one Mostert ankle tweak, one yeah. fumble, one bad series, really, for him yeah. to be like, F this, let's give this guy a shot. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he's going to do the same thing with Jimmy. Garoppolo, the Lance. moment yeah. that Lance gets healthy, yeah. Jimmy's on a very like thin line. Yeah, he's on a short leash, basically. Yeah. But Trey Sermon's only running $4,500, and I think he's going to see work against Detroit because I think San Francisco's going to run the football against Detroit. I think that's going to be the case. Uh, do you have any uh, spurs on DFS or some good values of people who uh, you think could be pretty good that aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg on DFS? Uh, so for like wide receiver, I think that I I like Jerry Judy. Okay. Um, and the reason why I like Judy is because Sutton looks great, 
Yeah. Um, Bridgewater's your quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Sutton's going to still demand number one coverage, which frees up Judy to to pick up some yardage. Yeah. And he's talented. I like sounds good. And they also got what's his name, KJ Hamler. Yeah. Also, and then they got Noah Fant. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's multiple weapons at the guard. If I were to go even lower, let's say let's go into like the three thousands, um, I would take a flyer on Rager. Yeah. Well, he was the number one target for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So again, that's like, and if you want to go even lower than that, you probably could take some flyers down there too but i like gabriel davis absolutely uh 3400 uh, uh but i wish he was under, under three though yeah i know it's true um i believe they had somebody uh that i thought was going to be uh pretty good this year they were they had him ranked pretty low though um where's hawkinson out of curiosity uh tj oh. hawkinson yeah. was uh for your tight ends hawkinson's costing you about $4,900. So, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, but you get a good uh, – I mean, you could go up and be at – 6300 and get George Kittle. Yeah, a little bit high. So, I'd take Dallas. Yeah. Maybe. Dallas Gilder, yeah, not bad. Not bad there. Depends um, on, on, on uh, that Philly game plan, though. Yeah, and how good they look because Philly looked pretty awful in the preseason at times. And, and do you know who their coach is? Uh, I, I can't Nick Sirianni. Sirianni, yeah. yeah. He probably coached like high school football last. Yeah, he. I've never heard of him. I, I don't. I don't think he has any sort of like. Uh, um, it, it's with an S. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sirianni. Well, let's let's do a Wikipedia on Nick Sirianni here, since we don't have a whole team of people feeding us information. Correct. Uh, he, got over here? he went to Mountain Union, which is in Ohio. Okay. Pretty good football program. Uh, he was actually the offensive coordinator for the Colts before he came to the Eagles. Coordinator? For two years. Yeah. He was the OC, huh? And then he was the wide receivers coach and the quarterbacks coach for the Chargers from 2014 to 2017. No, it's still not enough then. Yeah? No. It's not enough. It's not enough. Because <laughs> you you, this guy's used to – he's used to – again, maybe it is. I don't know. He's used to managing, like, Jacoby Brissett and, and you know, yeah. whoever was playing for those two years. He played – he was OC for two years. He was OC for two years. Two years only. Yeah, he didn't even have Andrew Luck. At least when, did, when did Andrew Luck retire? He had him in 2018, didn't he? I thought he – Or Luck retired in 2019, I thought. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, maybe one year Luck. Okay. But it doesn't warrant a head coaching position. Hey, he was also the quarterbacks coach in San Diego, and the wide receivers coach in San Diego. I yeah, I, I get you, I get you. But can I remind wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to take somebody that has um, years? Well, look, can I like remind multiple, you? like five, six, seven years? You know, John Harbaugh when he got the head coach for the Ravens, he was the special teams coordinator and defensive backs coach for the Eagles. His pedigree is completely different than Nick Sirianni. You cannot make that comparison. Why, they, why can't I make that comparison? I think it's a very they, fair comparison. They come from two different backgrounds. One's a football background. The other one's high school football background. Well, how do you know Nick Sirianni's high school football background? Bro, you talk comparing Harbaugh to Sirianni? Are you serious? No, I'm just Harbaugh was a special team. It, he wasn't a coordinator. It, it doesn't matter. It, 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 that genuinely, it doesn't matter. If you go back to that list, go back to that list. After he was special, after he was a coordinator at Cincinnati, he went to Indiana, and then he was with the Eagles, special teams coordinator. Okay, wait. Also, defensive backs coach for twenty two thousand seven for one season, but he was special but teams coordinator. But he was with the team for how long? Nineteen ninety eight to two thousand seven. Nine years as a nine, special teams nine, coordinator. Nine years, bro. Nine years, and, and this is again a coaching background. NFL background. These guys have played in the NFL and have been. Don Harbaugh did not play in the NFL. His brother did. He's been around. He comes okay. from a football family. All right. right. Fine. So, so you, you, he has all kinds of extra help that Sirianni doesn't. Sirianni's going to call up his high school uh, football coach and ask him for a couple plays so, he, so, so Jalen Hurts can run, you know, for twenty yards. I don't know. I, I mean, I bet you if I went back and looked at some other coaches who got their shot. 
there would be a few of them that Ibadala, were never coordinators. Before he was in San Francisco, he was where? Seattle. He was a, he was a yeah. defensive back, linebacker coach in, in Seattle for sure. years, yeah. a couple of years. Okay. He did it. These guys, the ones that are set up to succeed, have been around for a long time. And I don't know. He was he was there DC for like four years. So. Okay, so we got Sean Payton, right? Uh, Sean Payton, I guess, uh, played in the uh, indoor league and maybe the CFL. It doesn't matter where he played. I was okay. Well, anyways, he was quarterbacks coach Philadelphia for ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Giants quarterback coach. Then he was a Giants offensive coordinator for a couple of years, yeah. and then he was the assistant head coach yeah. in Dallas and the quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Yeah. Assistant head coach, bro, before he became head coach. All right, OC for multiple multiple teams. Yeah, more than one, more than two years. OC for he was only an OC for two years, and then after that, Giants. He wasn't an yeah. OC for Dallas. He was an assistant head coach that's, and quarterback coach. Okay, fine. Let's take that back. Okay. Regardless, it, you know, that's still multiple years in Dallas right after. All right, all right. Well, let's. Uh, you know, I'm not going to call him. And, and why would you? Would you? Wouldn't you take an assistant head coach over an OC? They have No, no. They, coach experience. Or an OC experience. Not necessarily. Because which, well, which one would you pick? Which one? It's a simple choice. Well, it depends on who the candidate is. But uh, it's, it's fun if, talking if, because if they have, throw assistant head coach around sometimes. They're like the linebackers coach is the assistant head coach. Regardless, the, the, coach. the answer is, if you would you take someone that's an offensive coordinator or would you take someone that is an assistant head coach? Probably. And hold on. If you scroll down, go to the Dallas Cowboys, he was an assistant head coach also for two years. Yeah, under Bill Parcells. So, so I'm just I'm just merely stating facts though so. that you can find guys that were, don't necessarily have right. coordinator experience that were good luck Zach Taylor. Uh, Zach Taylor. Good luck Zach Taylor. He's, he's a little bit different. Good right? luck Zach Taylor. He's a little bit different. Yeah. What about Mr. Mike Tomlin, defensive coordinator for one year? They took a shot on him. I don't tell you. They had a solid team. And Mike Tomlin's one of the best head coaches in the league. He's never had a losing record. So he was DB DB coach for a couple of years, actually. Like, I mean, different places, obviously, in college. Are Kentucky State, Cincinnati. Oh, he's at Cincinnati. No. Interesting. And then Tampa Bay, he was even the backs coach under Tony Dungy. That was that staff. Yeah, DB for four years. DB coach for four years. Vikings DC for one year before he took. Uh, look, people, you take chances, right? Yeah, they got lucky. Don't know if I'd call it luck, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the Steelers did their due diligence, uh, considering this man has never had a losing season in his entire. I don't know. I'm just saying, don't write. Off... They, didn't, they didn't predict any of that shit when they hired him. But they don't... took a shot in hell with him, and they got lucky. So. Let's just. Not, I'm, all I'm saying is, I don't think Nick Sirianni is the answer in Philadelphia, but let's let's not write the dude off because he has a limited experience in the NFL. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm going to write him off. Okay. All right, let's see. I, he's, I still hope he's, he's still going to show up with his high school playbook, man. If, he, if, if, the, if the Eagles win nine games this year, where they're being projected to win five, if they win nine games and they're in the playoff hunt, would you give the man some respect? No. Well, the pen. Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Nope. All right. Cool Chip story. Kelly did the exact same thing. All right, Chip Kelly, yeah, but. Exact same thing. Yeah, no. All right. So what would Nick Sirianni have to do to get your respect? Why are we talking about? I'm just asking. I'm just what's asking. I'm not going to give him any credit for, for walking into his first NFL head coaching job as a as a his history is, a, again, two years being an OC for, for – uh, Yeah, but wasn't he a quarterback's coach before that, though? None of that matters to me. Okay. None of that matters. I mean, OC is the highest uh, highest position he's held. Okay. Know, right? That was the highest position he held before he became a head coach. So, uh, what does Nick Sirianni need to do to get my respect? Absolutely nothing. He's not going to get it. Nothing. He doesn't need to do anything. Just do what, do what he has to do, right? Then there you have it. There you have it. You, you would have thought that Nick Sirianni was the Jets head coach, the way the the literal spewing here from Sam for 
for uh, for Nick Sirianni there. So any Eagles fans, if you guys want to call in, uh, let us know how you feel about your head coach there. Although I do think it was a mistake for them to let go of Doug Peterson. I thought that was a mistake. Uh, Doug Peterson. Uh, I think they should have done more to try to keep Frank around. Frank. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But he was not the uh, he was I the mean, quarterback's was, coach. Probably, yeah, I mean, but he was also, I think, the OC last year before he became a coach. So he ran the OC. He was an OC before he took his position at Indiana. Was he? Yeah. Was he for one, one season? Let's Maybe, see. Good old Super Bowl season, yeah. No, he was. Offensive coordinator, 16-17. When did they win the Super Bowl? Was it in 2017? I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, 2017, yeah. 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 Okay. So he was the OC before yeah. moving over to the Colts. Yeah. All right. So I think at that point, you realize that because they've never been able to replicate anything close to that no. since he left, you know? No. And Peterson wasn't the one that was moving the engine. It was Frank. That was Frank, him. yeah. So I would have said bye-bye to Peterson and kept Frank around. And Indianapolis is reaping the benefits. Oh yeah, yeah. They have they're relevant with no quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah. Really, they're they're still relevant. Their defense is solid. Running game, Running very game good. O line is there. Whoever they do install at quarterback at some point is going to be very well protected. Yeah, yeah. Very well. Protected. Uh real quick, we're running out of time. I just wanted to talk some college football real quick. Some massive upsets so far. Well, one right now, and I love seeing it because I hate them. Texas getting their shit pushed in by Arkansas right now. 33-7, to seven, man. 33-7. to seven. Hey, Sarkeesian, I hope you got some booze on the sideline there for this one because the boosters are not going to be happy with you, my friend. Uh, you know, I feel like, you know, Sark's going to show up to one of these pressers the next couple of weeks just slurring his words. So, uh, this game is going to cause Sark to, ha- to go to an NA meeting right Yeah. Hey, Texas, welcome to the SEC, motherfuckers, because this is what's going to happen week in and week out because your program's shit and your boosters expect better. Did I say better. NA? Is that Narcotics Anonymous? I meant to yeah. say AA. Sorry, AA, sorry. Yeah. I know that you're, you're drunk. You yeah. don't enjoy your painkillers. Yeah, exactly. 33-7 against a team that has averaged three wins per year in the conference for the last five years. Not even ranked. Not even ranked. Not even ranked. Thirty-three to seven. Looks like Sark showed up with a Nick Sirianni playbook. I guess so. <laughs> hey Texas, uh, you know I I thought you would do a little bit better. I, I mean I know you played Louisiana in the first game, but fuck man, like Arkansas just whipping that ass. Then you had the State Buckeyes lose to Oregon at home on a noon kickoff. We're going to have to travel cross-country, new kickoff, and they were missing their two best players. Thibodeau was out for this game, and then one of the other sub-linebackers was out. Looks like they were just amped, man. Oregon Oregon came to play, man. Oregon came to play. Oregon's also a great program. You know, it's not like a – and so is Arkansas. Arkansas has a good program. No, Arkansas has a shit program. I mean – Arkansas is a shit program. Because they're at the bottom of the pile of the SEC, bro, every year in and year out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I but mean, they have to play tough-ass opponents every year, man. I get it, but there's a one point in time when they were actually winning like eight, nine games a year. And that was considered, like, the best. Yeah, exactly. But I'm thinking Oregon doesn't have that kind of, you know. Uh, well, the Pac-12 is weak. Yeah, Pac-12 they don't have that kind of competition. No, they don't. Can't, they don't. And then uh, we got um, going on right now. NC State losing. Miami barely beating Appalachian State at home, 19-17. to 17. I mean, shameful. it's awful. It is just complete awful. Just, um, oh, where's that? There's that game. Well, we got oh, the Michigan. real barn burner in uh, Ann Arbor for Michigan-Washington, uh, 10-0. Washington sucks this year. I'm just going to come right out and say it. They lost thirteen to seven to Montana. Washington sucks. They can't move the ball. I mean, Michigan's not that great either. Man. I mean, before we started the show, I was watching that game and I was falling asleep on the couch before Sam woke me up and said, "Hey, hey, dumbass, it's time to start the show." Okay, 
I was falling asleep because that's how boring Washington is to, to watch. But Michigan is, is pretty bad, too, man. No, man. When you say bad, they're like nine wins. Okay, not beating Ohio State bad, but, but like, you know. expectations from that team. Yeah. And, and they have constantly under, under-delivered every year. You know, but 10-0 to and you're in the third? Man, sounds like an NFL game. No, second quarter. Oh, second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Although, look at this great passing stats from Cade McNamara, a whole three of nine for 29 yards. Why is he playing? Anyways. It looks like uh, Corum is just busting off from yeah. Michigan. Long eight, eight carries, 99 yards, man. Oh, so, look on the other side. Yeah. Ten carries for 17 yards for Washington's lead back. I think, I think, I think Sam over here could get – 17 yards on 10 carries right now. I'm pushing, pushing 40. <laughs> you know what the problem is? If you if you uh, if you take some of these uh, these uh, running backs that are um, supposedly you know big, jacked, and everything, all the physical traits you put all of them, they can't run between the tackles. They can't. Yeah. They have no vision. Their their eyes are just yeah. bumping into things. You know it. it I guess it doesn't work, man. Dude, to be honest with you, if you're a six-foot running back and you weigh, let's say, 225 pounds, you should be able to fall forward and still get a yard. More than a yard, I think. Yeah. I would think more than a yard, right? Yeah. Because your body itself will allow – I mean, a little bit of push forward. Too, yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. You're not just falling flat. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I agree, man. If you're a five-foot-eight back, you know, you're not getting much if you're falling down. But yeah. these bigger backs, good God. Just fall down and take the two yards. Yeah, take the two yards. Instead right? of trying to make five out of it and taking a minus three. Exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, moving on. Can we can we talk some wrestling before? All we right, let's talk or... some wrestling before we wrap things up. We'll end the show with some wrestling uh, because I like talking wrestling, man. I I feel like I'm a bit of a expert on the subject. So let's. Uh, what do you want to talk about, man? So I want to talk about uh, AEW kind of putting the squeeze on on, on WWE. You know. Yeah. Um, Kind of, you know, uh, taking top billing, top uh, views, uh, bringing in sports stars. Um, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Trey Young? Um, uh, Giannis, Giannis. I know Giannis did. Okay. I know Giannis did, but um, I don't know. I thought Trey Young was doing something as well. But uh, He might have been there. Um, AEW actually, uh, their show Dynamite Wednesday, yeah. outperformed WWE's Raw in terms of uh, viewers for the first time ever. Now, granted, they're not going head-to-head, right? So what my question is, is how many... But that's their pinnacle show. Dynamite's their pinnacle show. But if it's on separate nights, how do we know that you just don't have a bunch of big wrestling fans that are watching both shows at the same time, right? right. So um, until they go head-to-head, and I I think Eric Bischoff, uh, he pointed this out, and he, he made a point to say... He's really impressed with what AEW is doing, but until they decide to go head to, uh, oh, he was there at SmackDown. Trey Young was there so, at yeah. SmackDown. So, so what did what did the sorry the country, uh, AEW brought in Giannis, WWE went in and brought Trey Young. Yeah, Giannis is the defending champion. Trey Young is you know out of the playoffs. Yeah, out of the playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, right. Um, I, I here's the thing. And I I talked to you about this before when we discussed this. What AEW is doing is they're not just bringing in WWE stars and pushing them straight to championship matches. Sure. They're bringing WWE stars to work with the existing talent on their CM Punk went with Darby Allen first. Looks like Daniel Bryan might challenge Kenny Omega, but it's a little bit different. Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, He's in his prime still, technically, but he might not even fight. I would say, I would say Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are kind of like. Yeah, right there. It's different times. Different know? times. Okay. I I like that Adam Cole's there. Yeah, now it's looking yeah. like Kevin Owens is going to leave in yep. January. Yep. Uh, Bray Wyatt is being heavily rumored to come over there. They already got Miro, who was known as Rusev in WWE. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like Rusev I love a lot. His character. He was great. So WWE is losing all this talent. Who is honestly? We talked about this, Sam. Who's left? Who's you got left? a bunch of old guys, man? Yeah, a bunch of old guys. You don't have any fresh new talent. I would say maybe on attack, right? you still have the Usos, right? Yeah, you know, you still have uh, New Day. I'm oh, sorry. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, New Day. New Day. But yeah, yeah the Viking Raiders yeah. and, and the Street Profits. Yeah, and you have a couple. You have a couple there, but nobody really, man. I'm sorry. No, it's, and it's same old retreads, except for like a guy like Big E is someone new and fresh. But he's been around for about seven years now. But it's just like who all your marketable young stars that you could have been pushing are now going to sign the AEW because they're like, fuck this, man. Yeah. WWE keeps going back to. Uh, Bring in Brock, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, give me Dave Batista. Yeah. Let me go grab Edge off the set of the Vikings, you know, right. TV show. Right. Oh, what other, whatever, what other old guy can I go dig up? How about we just take Kane out of office and then go run a match with him? Or, or maybe, maybe I'll resurrect uh, the ghost of uh, freaking Kurt Angle again. And or like, let's say wrestle. they're really, really, really tanking. Yeah. Go make a phone call to The Undertaker. Yeah, or well, let me call Dwayne Johnson off his movies and come wrestle on that. Please, so, please, please. Please, we need we need your help. I mean, they already have Goldberg out there just... Falling on his face. Yeah. Man, 55 years old. Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, might as well might as well bring out Arn Anderson. <laughs> Good name. Uh, name right <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we got for you tonight. I want to thank our caller, Brandon, for dropping in some insight on the Jets. Thanks, uh, we've had a lot of fun. I also love. I, I now I know how to needle Sam, uh, and I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to needle him and just needle him and wait for the explosion. We're just it's going to be like a ticking time bomb kind of segment. So I love it. You know, so all I have to do is badmouth the Jets and then bring up random coaches who shouldn't be head coaches in the NFL, and then we can get them worked up a little bit. Sure, whatever you want, whatever you want to go with, buddy. <laughs> whatever you think is right. All right, guys. Uh, Harlem Heat taking us out. Thank <laughs> you.